0: Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. I'm your host, Joseph Robertson, with Coffee Lovers Magazine on the show this week with Jesse Nelson of Conduit Coffee. Before we dive in, just a quick update. We have a giveaway going on right now. You can win a Bulletproof Coffee Starter Kit. It's a really fascinating way to enjoy your coffee, and uh, we have a starter kit to give away, so just uh, go check it out at coffeeloversmag.com slash contest I've finally uh, got a wrangle on the newsletter for the radio show, uh, so I'll be putting out an email uh, for each episode to let you know uh, new shows out. I'll also be including updates there on the show and other things as well. If you aren't on the newsletter and you'd like to be, you can sign up easily at coffeeloversradio.com. On the show this week, we are trying a little something new. It's a brew-along with myself, Jesse, and our friend Francis as we explore a French press method, which is new to me, in an effort to recreate a previous unique and fascinating coffee experience. Uh, so yeah, last week we did the, the big old mega-cupping. And on the table was this uh, natural geisha. Yeah, um, Panama. Uh, Panama geisha, um, which I mean, I would say it's the most. It was the most uh, standout thing to me there, um, for a couple of odd reasons. I mean, we had some really amazing coffees there, of
1: course. Yeah, uh, including the. Well, I know you're eager staff. to take this one home with you. I was, and... Uh, and I was surprised, because there were some other really nice coffees there. There were, and I gave you the,
0: <laughs> gave you the Yemen <laughs> coffee, which tastes like champagne, which is incredible. Yeah, we'll just um, have to... I almost... Uh, I was back. waffling back and forth. But so the reason was, because during the cupping, I taste that, and my reaction is this sweet basil.
1: Right, right I'm so, getting Andy's mints off of it right now. Yeah. Like, so so it's a week older, but it was pretty fresh, fresh when we cupped it the first time. Yeah. It was only a few days out the first time, so, so. I think it's optimal. Quite possible, I can't get the sweet
0: basil again. But I never had that before, and I really, really, really love basil. Right.
1: I mean, I can see where that's coming from. I feel like yeah. the basil herbiness has gotten more herbal, more basely, almost I just, minty at that point. And then, yeah. and then the the sweetness has really turned into some nice chocolate.
0: Oh. So yeah, I just kind of I wanted to take it home and replicate the sweet basil um, and and just kind of have that at home in a cup, but. Um, It's really hard when you have an experience, like when you have an experience on a cupping table, to then go reproduce that exact experience. Right. You got to say the same thing for any you know regular coffee drinker going to a cafe and you have an amazing coffee to go home and replicate it. That's right. That'd be really hard.
1: That's the challenge.
0: Um, It is a challenge. And actually, lately I've been having trouble with my brewing at home replicating things. Hmm. Um, Check your water filter. No, the water's not the problem. It's it's me. <laughs> no, it's probably uh, I've been a little lazy. I I have a small hand grinder, ah, and it's it's hard to make a really consistent grind with it and keep it consistent. Mm-hmm. And I just get kind of lazy with it. So maybe that's because you, that's you easy would, show change it. the adjustment on it, or well, I have to adjust it constantly. And there's there's not like if you if you grind there's a there's a large amount of like fines compared to. Like, there's a huge variation in grind size in it, and I think that's just the nature of the hand grinder. Can't really do much about that. Um, Better than not grinding fresh, of course. Right. But, so, I've been having trouble getting exactly what I want out of a brew, and I was trying to figure out, well, I don't want to, you know, i got this small amount of this wonderful geisha, and I want to have my sweet basil experience. Right. Um, And thinking about the cupping, I came to mind I'd run across a new well new to me French press method uh, last week Uh, it's actually one that uh, Tim Wendelbo writes about on
1: his website interesting Um, I didn't know he even had a French press (laughs) he drank all his coffee with silver spoons Uh, well
0: it's that good quite possibly he uses silver spoons as a process in his French press what we're about to find out (laughs) I don't know um so the 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 French press this new sort of new to me French press method is quite similar to the cupping method I realized uh, and I thought well maybe that's the way that that I can reproduce this so um to go over the method really quick and then we'll kind of do a brew and taste and, and see how it is okay. um you start off uh basic brewing with the French press um I probably should have written down the ratios. Ratio to use? We use 17 to one. 17 okay. Yep. Yeah, that's probably fine. Um, Roughly. And uh, so you start off like normal in the French press, brew for four minutes. Uh, the difference comes right before the end of the brew. Uh, instead of just pressing down, uh, you basically agitate the beans, hmm. uh, stir a bit, kind of like you break the crust in a cupping. Okay. So you're, you're stirring the top, and getting all of the grounds to fall. Okay. Uh, and then you wait until that's settled, in 30 seconds or whatever, and then you scoop off the foam on top. Right. Just like you do in a, right cupping. a cupping. Okay. And then you slowly press, wait a couple minutes for it to settle, I'm probably letting it cool. Oh, so you still press well. after you do it. Yep, you still okay. press after you do it, because you still got grounds in there you want to. It's true, you want to be able to pour it. Yeah, and you want to make sure that the fines also stay at the bottom. Um, and then after... A but you're not two, pressing
1: through the grounds to add that agitation of the press.
0: No, the grounds should already be settled. Okay. I mean, you're making sure that you get all the rest of the grounds and the fines that right. are floating to the bottom. Uh, but then after that, um, you either pour it all in cups or you get it in another container so that it's not sitting in the grounds. Right. Um, and that, that should produce a smoother, cleaner French press but still with all the body. Right. And same
1: grind setting on the French press? Yes. Okay. So just make a French press and...
0: Yeah, make a French press, but then agitate the grounds, remove the right.
1: scum, for lack of a
0: better word.
1: <laughs> you really are lacking in for a better word. What
0: would you call it? The, um, the, the foam? Yeah. The stuff? Yeah. The
1: foamy stuff? The swamp grease. <laughs> <laughs> this beautiful coffee. Get that swamp <laughs> the Swamp crease,
0: Um Well, there are these oils like that sit on time. That's like, that's what the. Um, I mean, I guess I guess the Aeropress kind of, kind of deals with that in a way, because as you're as you're pressing with the Aeropress, uh, if you don't press all the way down, right. The, the oils, oils kind of a lot of the oils kind of stick up there. You also have paper filter. You also have a paper. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, if you use right. a metal right. filter, even. You're yeah. still not getting all of it. Uh, and that's similar to the um,
1: clover. Right.
0: There's a clover design. It'd be fun to be test that. Of that It'd be
1: fun to test that. I bet you could see that with using a darker coffee. That's going to have a lot of oils on yeah. it. Um, but
0: anyways, yeah, I just want to quick a little interlude while
1: we uh, grind. Sure. Oh, yeah. Are you going to dance for us?
0: What do you saying about hand grinders? So we're using a using a virtuoso
1: here. Yep, Branza virtuoso. Brazza virtuoso. Awesome what little home grinder. What setting are you using? Uh, about a twenty six is what I use, which to me is a, it's a little finer than a lot of people use for French press. I think it's a little bit of a misunderstanding that French press needs to be the coarsest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also adjust the time a little bit as well. Okay. Um, so with a coffee I guess it's a pretty light roast, so I think we should give it you know at least three minutes and forty five seconds. Um, okay. On the brew, so. Yeah. Sounds good. I like that. Uh, go ahead and just start this. Yeah. So I'm using 45 grams of coffee. Beautiful geisha. Hmm. I that smell. Now. Yeah. See, that's more basil-y on that. Oh yeah. yeah, Francis. Yeah. Delicious. Lovely. Lovely. So 45 grams of coffee. I'm excited. Uh, we'll do 775. Um, 775 grams of water. And we're gonna get a little theme music from my cell phone. Oh, delightful. Francis says he's been using
0: this method for months. Really? So apparently I'm behind the times. Maybe I already knew that. Maybe you've been using this all along and you're just humoring
2: me. Yeah, humor. I was just (laughs) doing research one day and came across how to make your French press better, and Mm -hmm. uh, I really don't agitate the beans a whole lot more after the brewing has huh. taken place after the four minutes. Yeah. Um, what I do is I scoop the grounds off the top mm. and then discard them and then press okay. from there. So you break it like a,
1: like, still a well, cupping, you break it? Here, uh, let me pour this in. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I think on a French press, no matter how you're brewing, it's really important to get all the grounds sort of to get wet at the same time. Um, that makes sure that they're all brewing together. Do you ever do
0: a bloom when you're French press?
1: I sometimes do. I feel like the whole process is sort of a bloom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you're not waiting for it to bloom before it drips out. That's true. You know, yeah. like, the CO2 is going to rise up whether whether it is or not. So, certainly do a bloom on pour-over methods. Yeah, so water's not going anywhere. Right. Physically, it's staying in that container, so. All right. So, that's pretty close. 176 grams. 176 so we just don't touch this, right? Yep. So let it sit there. Do you put the lid on to keep it hot? Uh sure. Yeah. So try not to let the plunger. That'll just help keep in the heat. Yep. Sounds good. Um
0: so Francis you were saying you just at this point after the four minutes you just
2: scoop from the top yep. right away? Yep. Okay. Yep. Interesting. So I would have stirred a little bit mm. already Okay. right now. Um I mean that's that's just my practice. That's just what I do. And then uh, after four minutes, scoop mm-hmm. straight off the top and plunge. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And I usually stir after like a minute or two. Um yeah. Making it. Yeah, we'll uh,
0: we'll go with uh, we'll go with Tim's method on this one mm-hmm. uh, off the site. So after the just before the end, we'll um, essentially break the crust, um, stirring it gently so that there's agitation throughout all the Browns. grounds and let it sink and then we'll scoop. Okay. I get pretty lazy with my brewing. I just like usually with the French press I'll just do the ratio, get all the water in, mm-hmm. I'll usually stir it before I put mm-hmm. the thing on at mm-hmm. that point just so I don't have to stir it later mm-hmm. and then after the four minutes I press it and then pour it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and usually that's fine. But I'm really interested to try this. Yeah. Uh, we might wait to uh, probably try it after, uh, after a couple minutes but usually in the cupping you wait
1: after breaking, right? Because like it's or so it's later. really hot to be slurping. That's true. Yeah, but I mean that temperature certainly makes a difference on Huge the flavor. Difference, yeah. Because we don't really taste a lot of flavors when we're yeah. preventing ourselves from tasting flavors because it's so hot. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess when it's a a certain level of heat, all you taste is the heat. If you can taste heat, <laughs> it's hot. Can
1: can you taste heat? It tastes like burning. It tastes like burning. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so three minutes and forty-five seconds. Okay, that's a good time. Spoon for your sir. Spoon
0: keys. Okay, so I'm just gonna... do that. Ah, oh, this does smell good. Mm. That is it. So yeah, that's all kind of dropping in there. Give it a second. Interesting.
1: Yeah, a lot of it's already dropped to the bottom that was yeah. pretty quick. You have all the crema so, and yes. all the CO2. You know, I, I have a feeling there's probably a lot of carbonic acid and stuff like that that mm. sits on the crema.
0: That was really interesting, uh, carbonic acid. Thing. Oh, yeah. The World Barista Championship. Exactly. Uh, uh, ben, ben Putt. Ben Putt. From Putt Canada. Thanks.
2: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <Gixier.
0: laughs> I'm, I'm really interested in, in, in that idea of tasting espresso without the carbonic acid. Right. Because um, I, I bet that i hope it wouldn't be but i bet that experience would be a lot like you know the first time you taste coffee that isn't burned right then suddenly you're aware of what that burn flavor is (laughs) and it kind of ruins everything else that could be uh time to scrape it yeah sure jesse's gonna do the scraping on it because he has the skills he's gonna take two spoons and just gently scooping that stuff off the top
1: yeah This is a lot more elaborate, I'll have to say, like, yeah. you know, I mean, at this point... This is a really involved there's other press. There's other ways to make very quality cups of coffee, I think. True, but
0: again, uh, at least at this point, I'm certainly trying to replicate a particular experience. That's true. Um, and then we plunge it. Yep. Try to go nice and slow. Although it should be easy. Like. Silly not slow? Much. Nah, it doesn't have to be silly slow. We're just because there is still a, a little bit of floaters, but you can go a little faster than that. <laughs> Take another four minutes to press. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's probably good. Cool. Well, it looks beautiful. It does. Um,
1: Get our preheated cups off the espresso machine here.
0: That looks super clean. It's really nice. It's going to be good. That's
1: one of my most favorite colors. All right. Quick little Instagram shot here, because we're all that cool. That sounds good. With the, with the troll mic. And then we pour. I use yep. my right hand. Some people use their left hand, but mm, generally...
0: I like to use my feet.
1: Yep. Um, yeah, it's good not to spill it. So what you're hoping for is this to taste like that perfect cupping bowl that you then take off that, the table and that start sleeping. that sipping.
0: sweet basil i just want that sweet basil man sometimes you have an experience and you just want it again
1: well, and luck my coffee man It's full of heartbreak <laughs> cheers fellas cheers. cheers happy podcasting
0: happy podcasting mm, happy geisha I have to wait <laughs> too hot <laughs>
1: I think I burned my tongue.
2: <laughs> I think we have to wait. it would have been interesting if we had a control.
0: Yeah, I mentioned that, but he told me not to press my
1: luck. Mm-hmm. So. Get it? Nice. It certainly smells really good. Mm-hmm. I like it. It, it. That first little sip did taste cleaner.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, I actually strayed away from the French press for quite a while because... Well, after getting the Chemex, the Chemex has that, uh, that cleanness to it. Um, I mean, you're going through a thick paper filter versus a metal filter here, but this is uh, surprisingly clean for a metal filter. Oh, you I'm kind of getting it a little bit. Or maybe I just want to.
2: <laughs> what are you
0: expecting? Well, I'm hoping for that, like I said, that sweet basil. That's all I want. I mm. don't okay, care about anything else. There's lots of delicate flavors for sure, mm. and the heat
1: is heat uh, still there, it's still very hot. Yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely opening up. I mean, this is an incredibly clean cup. Mm-hmm. This doesn't really taste like it was off a of French press. No. You know, it 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 sort of tastes like an AeroPress. Doesn't have necessarily the body. I think of a hmm. like a Chemex, like a pour over, like that. But it's really it's fascinating. I, don't like know, I might use. steal the rest of this coffee back from you.
2: I like to use this method for my the darker roasts that I drink. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it does take a little bit of the body off of it, and uh, a little bit of the edge off that roastiness, right. you know. Um, if I'm making, if I'm drinking a natural, uh, I don't, I don't use this method. I want as much of that heavy flavor as I can get out of the natural.
1: Ah, wow, that's very true. Interesting. Hm. You're doing it wrong.
2: <laughs> I mean, this is a natural, but.
1: Well, I mean, you're using this coffee because you want to replicate a flavor that you had on a cupping table. That's right, exactly. A to kind of replicate that. I can totally understand what you're saying, Francis. That. That would. Um...
0: But I wonder how much of the stuff that we removed, has an
1: effect on, that natural flavor. Right. I. You know. I'm. I would love it if people would write back and correct us on this stuff. But I would think that the agitation of plunging and actually running the coffee through the grounds as you plunge it, I mean, that active agitation of pushing that filter of coffee down is going to extract more, right? It's changing that extraction curve, whereas this really isn't. Right? Well, you I have mean, your we, brew we like did. a cupping bowl, like it's a, its a one continuous brew, yeah. and then you arrest the development in a gentle way by breaking it and then scraping the top. Whereas French press, you know, you're pressing that piston down, and you're and all the coffee that's in there off the top is pushing through that and so mm. it's gonna add more agitation so you're gonna get more body out of it that way.
0: Is it really that much more agitation than yeah. what I did because I mean I did stir around everything swirled but around so. in there. Well
1: picture like an espresso I mean you know you're pushing all that right through the puck so this is this is the water being forced through on a piston.
0: But there's not that much force in a French press
1: no, but it's forcing it to go through the coffee again. So not only is the coffee brewing in the, in the median itself, but then it's getting forced through there. So it's
0: I would also wager that when you, when you use a French press and you, you break the crust with the French press, that the grinds fall at the same rate as these did, probably faster than you're pressing. But we let them the fall thing, naturally. And the only thing you're pressing through ends up being, unless you press really fast, the only thing you press through is those
1: oils that we removed. Maybe, but, I mean, you're catching a lot more. Most of the grounds are sunk entirely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I'm saying that's what happens when you when you press with the French press anyways, is as soon as, you, as, soon as the, the filter breaks that top, right. the grounds fall below the filter. Well, I think that's an important... Ahead of the press. Right. So you're not... I'm that's... saying you're, you wouldn't be forcing them through anyways. I think there, there's, more, there's a lot more in there. We really should have done two.
1: <laughs> so
0: we don't stand here speculating. I think we're going to... Should we do another? No.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. This is word.
0: Cool down faster. Um This is this is this is fun. I like having I like having another like, right. tool in that.
1: I think I think this opens up kind of a brewing debate as far as different like subtle differences in the French press that could mm. make it a cleaner cup. And use it. Because what I like about the French press is you make a lot of coffee, you make a couple cups worth of it. Yeah. You know, it's a nice system just to have it on the counter, and you know, same with Chemex in a lot of ways, but...
0: Um, and it's quick and it's easy. It takes no effort. Right. It's it's like one of the best intro,
1: intros to bring at home. You just
0: put the grounds in, add the water, and then press the thing after a few minutes. This coffee
1: is just turning into
0: lovely sweetness. A
1: really nice I really... I like this method. I like this method. I think it's a gentler way to use the French press as a vessel. <laughs> And less of a French press method and more of a mm-hmm. a gentle cupping method.
0: But yeah, like, Just make drinkable with a French press. Definitely, I mean, I, I think I think certainly the um, reason why I said nice having another another tool in the in in the bag, so to speak, is uh, you got so many coffees that are so incredibly unique that. French pressing and removing the oils might be the perfect way to have one coffee. And another one, maybe you don't want to do that.
1: Right. Um, yeah, I'd like, I like be office. intrigued to see the difference in darker roasts and stuff like that, because you are scraping off a lot of those oils before they get a chance to enter into the, the beverage.
0: I'm still not finding it. The basil? Yeah, at least not the way it was before. Well, I'm sad now. Welcome to the
1: windows and the curves (laughs) of
0: coffee. That's true. I mean, that was a week ago. It was a week ago.
1: Right. Fresher. It's degassed a lot more there, so I would think that mint would be the natural. There it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just need to slurp my coffee. Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: It's there in your mustache.
0: (laughs) It's so good. It is. That's crazy how different that is. Slurping, slurping it versus it. not slurping it.
1: <laughs> I see. Well <What>? I, like, <laughs> I just like where this episode is going. It could go wherever we want it to go. You want a spoon? Uh yes, actually. Thank you. What I find is my favorite coffee is I end up drinking with a spoon. Because I enjoy the palate.
0: Again, the. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm getting some of it on there. That is fun. Although it is more like a mint this time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like minty, lemony.
1: Yeah, it's a very sweet lemon though. So. A... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, in the uh, the wash process of this coffee that we have a little sample of left, I've been getting yeah. some really nice uh, like key lime pie. Hmm. Interesting, key
0: lime pie, kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, that when we had that Yemen, that so. was uh,
1: exactly of oh, champagne. I feel like Joe Morocco. I got cupping coffee all over my face. <laughs> Cafe Imports. Check out their commercials on YouTube.
0: Oh yeah, those were awesome. We are copper. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. I am copper. I'll link to
2: those in the show. <point>.
0: This is exciting though. I'm, I'm glad to have a, a yeah. another another way to do this. Uh, I need to get a new French press though because mine is Conduits that's off. Good. No. Francis. Not good. Okay. Thank you. What are we gonna say about conduit?
1: Uh, conduit coffee does sell French presses on Sweet. <sighs> God, that's so good. It's turning into a little caramel nougat.
0: You all should drink your coffee with a spoon. Spoon. With a spoon, y'all. <sighs> what do you think, Francis?
2: It's delicious. What are you getting out of there right now? Um, you know, right now, I don't know if it's because I'm looking at the uh, flavor wheel here, but a little bit of tomato. Tomato? Yeah. Hmm.
0: But I could see that, yeah.
2: Getting tomato? You got, like a sweet tomato.
1: It needs to be cleaned up a little bit. I replaced mine Not too long ago Like a month ago, two months ago Since Christmas And it occurred to me that I hadn't broken a French press Since I bought that one And I bought that one at Darte's flagship shop Downtown Seattle In undergrad That's impressive. Yeah, like 2004. It was a glass French press, right? That filter needed to be changed in 2006. (laughs) (laughs) It was gnarly. Finally, it was like, well, that's disgusting. can't believe it. It's like like drinking coffee off a spoon at work and then going home and just wanting a nice cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. I think that's where I find a lot of joy in our customer service is just having coffee that can be enjoyed both ways. You know, having something that's quality enough that is worthy of drinking with a spoon sometimes, but then also something that you can brew at home with a dirty French press.
0: Mm-hmm. Life hack. Exciting times in coffee. Thank you so much for
1: sharing this beautiful coffee.
0: Thank you for sharing it
1: personally. I'm just flattered that I've roasted this coffee and it tastes so cool. good. Right. Two and a half pounds sample. I can't wait till we have more Yemen. We be Yemen hope you like it yeah, I'm into